Hello, everybody. It's Sunny Sharma back again with another podcast. In this podcast, I want to analyze one of the greatest political speeches ever given in U.S. and maybe in world history. And it was this speech that was given, this political speech that was given was the Democratic National Convention speech of 2004 given by President Barack Obama, the 44th president of the United States. And I want to basically summarize some of the major points of the speech and why this speech was so successful and unprecedented for um, for Barack Obama, who became who. What the speech really did was it propelled him to the Democratic frontrunner ticket, and eventually, it's the primary reason many people believe Barack Obama won the presidency not just once but twice. In that Barack Obama served two terms from 2008 to 2016. So really, to, to, I want to start uh, sequentially in the speech and start off in the beginning. In the beginning, Obama says um, he comes from Illinois, which is the crossroads of the nation, the land of Lincoln. So you see in the beginning of the speech, he already starts alluding to one of the greatest political figures in American history, uh, Lincoln. And he and he alludes to his his coming from the from really Obama got his start as a community organizer in Chicago when he in his uh, mid 20s mid to late 20s and uh, th- that his his life in Chicago shaped him he not only came to Chicago he met his wife there and he married in Chicago and he began his political career as a state representative of the 13th district of the state senate and he says my place here is unprecedented um, and it was unprecedented because he was an african american and he says Um, my parents gave me the name Barack or Blessed knowing that in a tolerant America, your name is no barrier to success. So right off the bat, um, Obama talks about how it doesn't matter what, where you come from is that America is a country of diversity and tolerance. And there's a place of not just tolerance, but acceptance for people of all backgrounds. And so he also says in a generous America, you don't have to be rich to achieve your potential. My story is a part of the larger American story. I owe a debt to those before me, and in no country on earth is my story even possible. Again, this alludes back to the notion that um, uh, Obama, you know, whose father was was a was a uh, was a, was a Kenyan was uh, from Kenya, and his mother was from Kansas. So he, so his story is a story of diversity and tolerance. Um, and he says also something very important here. He says. In America, we can participate in political and civic life without fear of retribution, even start a business or have new ideas without being victimized. So in, in saying that, Obama opens up with this notion that um, America, is a, America is a place where, an, where you can be an entrepreneur, where you have freedom of speech, where, we, where our Bill of Rights protects us, protects um, the, our, what, how we wish to express ourselves, uh, how we... How we um, how we go about our business without fear from retribution from the government and that we can speak our mind and speak our thoughts. And Obama does something interesting here because next, next thing right here is that Obama is running as a Democrat, but he, he appeals to kind of libertarian and Republican sensibilities when he says that people don't want their money to be wasted by the welfare agency or the Pentagon. And so he he kind of he shows that you know I'm a Democrat, but I understand where Republicans are coming from with their with their their kind of insecurity to pay taxes that are too high 
or which get wasted by government programs which maybe are not used in the right manner or even military programs which use the money for uh, deceptive means which the public don't know about. And next, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's kind of the speech is very funny in a way because he the speech is really for John Kerry, but the ultimately this speech is what propelled Obama to the front runner ticket of the Democratic Party uh, four years later. But he in the speech late, uh, right now uh, later on he says. John Kerry believes in our constitutional freedoms and he will never sacrifice our basic liberties or use faith as a wedge to divide us. And uh, he doesn't take too much time to talk about John Kerry, but he does say, John. Ke if you know much about John Kerry, John Kerry uh, 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 protested against the Vietnam War when he was, uh, when during the time of the Vietnam War. And uh, John, John Kerry has a track record of protecting civil liberties of Americans. And this is something Obama makes people aware of. Um, so that John Kerry, so even though John Kerry lost this election, Obama wanted people to know that John Kerry uh, was a person who always respected civil liberties of Americans. And so Obama again here says, Obama does something very clever here. Uh, he uses a three-prong to four-prong analysis he does he so he says three things sequentially so he says we have a solemn obligation not to fudge the numbers shave the truth to ten of the families where they're gone to ten of the soldiers on their return and to win the war and next he does another three-pronged thing in which he uses a three-pronged analysis where he says one example one if there's a child on the south side of chicago who can't read that matters even if it's not my child number two senior citizen who can't pay for prescription drugs that makes my life poorer number three an arab family rounded up without due process that affects my civil liberties so obama uses this three to four-pronged approach to analyze analyze things in a manner that provides kind of substance to what he's talking about. He he uses numerous examples to, to numerous kind of uh, illustrations to show what he's what he's trying to describe for the public. Um, and so yeah, he talks about it affects my civil liberties. It makes my life poorer, and it matters to me even if it even if it's not my child. So Obama kind of shows this notion, which he says. This is the notion of I'm my brother's keep, keeper, e pluribus unum, which means out of many, one. So in this way, Obama kind of, um, he he shows that uh, there's, this, there's this thread that binds Americans together, you know, and that there's an extension in that, you know, we, we have to have independent individual liberty, but there has to be a collective, a collective solidarity to where all people are united in America, you know, and that... We must volunteer to make the world a better place. And now, now it's um, now. Um, see, I'm going sequentially in describing this. The next thing Obama talks about is probably the most important. He says we can't let the spin masters, you know, divide us. The the news peddlers who try to use the media to to divide the American public. And he shows this, and he says there's not a white America and black America. There's the United States of America. And he, et cetera, he, he says this with other, other things, you know, with, with other, other manner, he says this, there's not this, there's not that, but there's the United States of America. So he's trying to show that despite what the ad peddlers say, America is a country that is united despite all of the, the propaganda and greed and war that is used to divide the public. 
And so, so Obama leaves us with a question: Do we participate in a politics of cynicism or poor, um, or do we participate in a politics of cynicism or hope? And he says that not the not woe for ignorance or blind optimism. He says the hope of slaves around a campfire singing freedom songs, the hope of immigrants seeking distant shores, the hope of a skinny kid with a funny name who believes America has a name for him too. So, th so he, so with this notion of hope, he. He illustrates the main the main motto of his presidency, hope, and the other motto and the other motto of change. And he calls it the audacity of hope, a belief that there is a better days ahead. And he ends Obama ends the speech with saying that out of this long political darkness a brighter day will come. So so Obama was very clever in his in the in his articulation and in, in his choice of words he used in the speech, you know. Um, and like I said, he uses this three to four prong, three to four prong approach. He, 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 he sequentially describes things in three to four ways. And, and this is very, this is very clever because it, it, it's kind of a, it's a tool of alliteration, you know, and he uses alliteration multiple times to, to highlight, um, why America is a place like no other place on earth, you know, a place where, you know, even Obama as an African American, well, can can succeed and not just succeed, but become the president of the United States. So I thank you for listening and uh, I'll be back with future podcasts in the future. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoy this podcast. And if you, if you have any uh, th thoughts to help me improve my podcast in the future, please leave them for me and I'll note them. Okay, thank you. Bye.